welcome back to the Mad About Movies VIP Club. Now here's one of your hosts, Kent, Brian, or Richard. Welcome into the VIP Bar Club Grill Lounge. What's up? And uh, what, do we, what else we got? What do we got going today, Kent? What's, uh, what's the new thing? We got a, a hot sauce factory. Oh, nice! So we're nice. we're pressing our own peppers. Mm-hmm. And we're we're we've got chilies, a lot of different chilies, and we're we're creating our own. Now, now you see me brand hot sauce. Nice, but don't look too close at the label because yeah. it'll it'll scar your eyes. It'll actually burn your eyes. Yeah, it'll burn it. Um, it's, it's just a the label actually has a carousel going all the way around the the bottle, and that's mm-hmm. and so expect members of the eye here in the VIP to get a bottle of that. But it leads me to a question that I've been wanting to ask you guys. Yeah. What's your favorite hot sauce? Are you hot sauce people? Because I put hot sauce on everything I eat pretty much. That's not I thought we related. did this on an AMA, maybe. But I, a hot but sauce talk? I don't know I about thought that. we did we some We do hot, a lot of food talk here, but yeah. I care. It's fine. I care. Yeah, no, no, I'm no. I'm not no, a hot sauce guy. About. I love salsa. I love salsa. Mm. I eat lots and lots of salsa, but I'm not a hot sauce guy. Uh, wow. I'm a big hot so, sauce guy. I'm not against it. I just it's not my not mm. my jam. So you don't I'm like pretty, it because it's too hot, or I don't know. I just uh, I you know I've had it a few times with various things. People are always recommending things for you to put hot sauce in. You know, it's mm-hmm. a big that's kind you of the uh, Pete's piano bar of of condiments or whatever. It's always like you know you, um, you got to try it in eggs. I'm like I I have thanks, um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just never been never been my jam. Love you know, salsa. Tons you know of salsa, why but. salsa is one of the the uh, most popular condiments because people like to say salsa (laughs) great seinfeld bit um yeah man i'm a i'm a salsa guy too but only certain salsas i feel like you can have a bad salsa yeah very rarely have a very rarely have a bad hot sauce other than tabasco tabasco is awful okay if tabasco is like hey i'm gonna try hot sauce Oh, Tabasco is the most popular one. Let me try that. Oh, I hated it. Don't Tab- ever judge the rest of hot sauce. Yeah, hot sauce. Tabasco. Hot sauce. It's just has hot the vinegar. Same, has the same PR company as San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I mean, in San Antonio has a lot of pretty parts of it. It's got the hill country. It's got a lot of cool history. It's really good food and stuff. But for some reason, they insist everyone stay and hang out at the Riverwalk when people visit mm-hmm. their town. And you go, well, this is terrible. It's just a fake river with mediocre mexican food and homeless mm. people everywhere and they go yeah <laughs> welcome to san antonio yeah isn't it awesome like, and no. you're like and then you when you actually spend time there you realize it's a great town with yeah. a lot of other stuff and that's how hot sauce is they go yeah i'm gonna try some hot sauce and they're like cool here you go tabasco and it's not very good and then you <laughs> you kind of work around that for a few years and then you find other better hot sauce so mm. so like, what's your go. What, what's your go-to hot sauce can oh my number one seed would be Cholula. Yeah, same. Okay. Love Always. Cholula. Sure. Timeless, great tasting on everything. I like a little Valentina's as well. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. do like the green chili Tabasco. Yeah. The green Tabasco is really tasty. It's the Tabasco regular. Tabasco now has a sriracha out now too, really? a sriracha style. I haven't I'm not had a really yet. big sriracha guy. I went through like a phase for like a year. Certain things. Macaroni and cheese, yeah, sriracha certain is great stuff on. If I can have it. Ramen. Like, I like a uh, – there's some fast food place that has a sriracha dip. It may be Chick-fil-A. They, they like do. a sriracha yeah. dip sauce. It's pretty mm. pretty tasty. Sriracha ranch or something like that. And so I like it mixed down, but I, I used to just get the bottles of sriracha, and it 
yeah, I don't know. My taste buds just don't like it anymore. I think I had too much of it too soon. But yeah, man, Cholula. Yeah, always got to always got to keep some in stock at the at the old house with Cholula. Okay. But right. yeah, good. That's good. Check that That's out. Good. Well, if you're listening to this on the uh, the VIP feed, you're not surprised by the last five minutes whatsoever because this is <laughs> the kind of shenanigans we do here. Um, we we like to do bits and talk about fun things and banter and all that sort of stuff. If you're listening on the main feed, well, first of all, thanks for being here. Second of all, uh, you're getting a little taste of some of the stuff that we put out over on the VIP feed. Uh, if you want to subscribe to that, let me give you a quick list of a couple of benefits you'll get from it. Number one... I think the most important, I think we all agree on this, is you get a handwritten thank you card from me, um, along with a little, a little bit of swag, ma'am specific swag from us. You get access to a ton of bonus content, like this episode that we're doing right here. We're giving How you many are we up to now? Do we know? Got to be around a hundo. To- yeah, total of, episodes? Yeah, uh, VIP, VIP uh Yeah, we're... Including like AMAs and stuff like that, probably closer to 200 when you factor yeah. in like all the, the extra content and stuff. But throwbacks themselves, yes, we're over 100 at this point. So you get uh, you get access to all of those, all of the ones that we have done. We do get that question a lot. People ask, if I sign up now, do I get access to the, the throwbacks you've done in the past? Yes, you do. So you'll get instant access to... I would guess somewhere around 120 throwback episodes in addition to all the other stuff. And then four times a month or more, sometimes we do uh, throwback episodes in addition to all the fun content. So today, what you're getting, if you're on the main feed, you're getting a, a, little, a little sliver of the full AMA that, uh, that we did for our VIPs. And uh, the way we do that is we have, a, we have a Discord channel that you get access to when you become a VIP. And we put up a post, say, hey, we were taking questions for this month's AMA. And uh, our, our Viper friends ask us questions, and then we get on here and answer them. That's how AMAs work, just in case you didn't know. Um, so that's what we're going to do here. We're going to ask a few questions here, and then, like I said, if you're interested in joining that VIP feed and listening to the whole episode and everything else that comes with that thing, you want to go to madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP and sign up. And if you are a VIP, you'll get the whole episode because you are a VIP, and you are very special to us. So let's move on. Let's ask a few questions. We get questions from... Uh, again, from our from our VIPs for in the Discord channel and on our Patreon page uh, that have a wide range of topics, and we always kind of like to tell the, the Vipers we do like to, to answer the ones that are a little more a little less movie and a little more random. But I got a couple movie questions we'll ask here, and then we'll get a couple of questions that are show related or life related or totally random or or whatever, and we'll, we'll go through those. So, but let's start with the movie one. Yeah, um, first movie question for you boys. This one comes from our buddy Juice, and he asks, what is the first movie you remember watching, and what's the movie that made you fall in love with movies? Mm. Oh, good question, Juice. Love, love me some Juice. Mm-hmm. Orange Juice, big fan. Juice is a big player in, the, in our Discord channel. Love so. Apple Juice, too. Solid, <laughs> solid right. juice. Well, man, the movie that I first remember seeing in the theater... It's probably Hook. Oh, nice. Uh, That's a good I remember one. seeing, I was a big Peter Pan fan, uh, wore out the VHS, the Disney version. And then when I heard that they were making a live action one, I had to see it. I went and saw that. And then the next one I remember seeing, I was probably, um, how old was I? Six, maybe, was Jurassic Park. Oh, nice. Love yeah. Jurassic Park. And that one definitely made me want to 
be a movie and it's by the same director, you know, Spielberg, seeing those two movies at a young age are very Not familiar, but yeah, look him up. He's pretty, pretty prominent okay. these days. Sweet. Thank you. I'm After seven years, good it's, it's good that you finally have heard yeah, of him. Of like indie filmmakers. Yeah. I appreciate that. And then I was just a little bit older than that. Maybe a couple of years later I saw Jaws and then started really getting into his movies. And then I remember seeing Return of the Jedi on VHS around that same time and thinking, gosh, how is this done? You know, like mm-hmm. this, the whole behind the scenes aspect of it fascinated me. And I remember on that VHS, I think it was the special edition first VHS like release that they did. It was Leonard Malton, like interviewing George Lucas. At, at, and he was talking about how they made the movie and the special editions and all that. And just being fascinated by the process of, of movie making and so I would say, like, when I was sub ten years old, I was already really into hmm. the the process of directing and video and all that. You know, like I always begged my parents for a video camera growing up, but it was always too expensive. And we had a family one, but I couldn't use it because it was too expensive, and I would break it and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, sure. but I mean, it's I was editing like some of the first things I edited were like uh, on. VCRs mm. like I had two tapes on two VCRs Crazy. and I would have to pause one and then cut to the next scene on another VCR it was such a pain like before nonlinear editing was a real thing because I didn't have an actual tape cutting machine or anything like that a, a videola or whatever they're called <laughs> and yeah man so Hook and Jurassic Park were the first in theater ones that that really got me hooked on movies what about you yeah, you, Arby. What what uh, what jumps out for you? Well, first movies I saw were it was either Pretty Woman or Home Alone or that. Hmm. I never really was that. I didn't get interested in making movies till really adolescence. But I loved like actors. I always thought I was always much more in like w- wanting to perform as a kid. Um, and so I'm trying to think. I think like Truman Show. I really like that Jim Carrey performance because it's really showy and like you know. I mean, it's a great. It still holds up more than most Carrey stuff. But you know, when you're a kid, you don't really understand much. Um, what else, man? There's some 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 other one. You know, Goodwill Hunting. I think was like oh, that was like the first kind of like not. It's not super artsy, but kind of like serious adult movie I had seen. Probably when when that came out, I was probably I don't know. I think I was like eleven or twelve when I saw that, and then um, a few others. But yeah, the filmmaking bug didn't really catch me at all until because for me, I'm not really technical or visual really, and so the idea of directing seemed so foreign. Now I know a little more about like working with actors and things like that. I've done some like stage directing stuff, so I like I like directing more. and like I could wrap my brain around like making stuff now, but mm-hmm. but as a kid, I didn't really know what that meant at all, other than like you sat in a chair and people listened sure. to you. Um, so yeah, but uh, but yeah, more more on the performance side for me. What about you, Brad guy? Yeah, the first movie I remember seeing in theaters was a re-release of Snow White, and I was probably about five, I would guess. Um, and then. Uh, I don't know what I remember seeing Batman, the Michael Keaton, Tim Burton one with my dad. That was a huge deal. That came out when I was six. And, uh, that, you know, it was a huge deal that my dad took me to see that because it was a PG 13 movie and, and all this, but I love Batman. And cause you know, who didn't, uh, at that time. And, um, 
So that was a, that one sticks out for me. I think the movie that made me like I don't know if it necessarily made me fall in love with movies because I I love movies from from a not that uh, it's not a unique thing, but I really did love movies from a very early age. Um, I've I've told this before when I saw Shawshank Redemption for the first time, it really changed the way that I thought about movies. That was the first movie I remember seeing that was like. Uh, something more than uh, Star Wars, you know, something more than like an action movie or a space movie or uh, some sort of just piece of entertainment, something that could be entertaining, but also significant and have a, you know, a point that mattered to me that, that could, you know, bring out emotion and things like that. Um, So Shawshank was kind of the movie I think that changed the way that I looked at movies, which is anyway, that's, that's how I'd answer that question at least. So, um, Good. That's a good question. It's a good question, Juice. Let's do one more movie question, and then then a random question, and then we'll we'll cut this and and uh, get into uh, get the rest of these out to the VIPs. Uh, this came from Jay Hugh in our Discord. What two actors would you like to see team up in a buddy cop movie? I'll start with you, Arby. Two actors in a buddy cop movie. Wow. Um. You know, we kind of not buddy cop, but we got Leo and Pitt last year. It's kind of a buddy mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I would go. Two actors. I would go Damon. I want full Damon and Clooney. Oh, like nice. Buddy. Yeah, I think so they not would not Monuments Men. Not, not Monuments a, Men, but yeah. a but a full Damon and Clooney. I think I would I would greatly enjoy. And secondary to that, I want Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen as old <laughs> cops. Okay. Detectives. How has that not happened yet? Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Can't you got to Yeah, I'm going to go with you'd like. Yeah. I'm going to go with This was tough. I'm going to go with Clint Howard and <laughs> Guy Fieri. <laughs> Polly Shore. <laughs> Man. What a time. What a time. Very 2020, yeah. you know. Yes. Yeah. This absolutely. Peak of their career. No, um we kind of got it. And we we've said before why don't these guys do multiple movies together all the time? It's Sarah and Jonah Hill. Mm. Oh, they yeah, already did that with 21 Jump Street, kind of his buddy cop with Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see Sarah and, and Jonah Hill do like a, not maybe like kind of like the other guys. I rewatched the other guys a couple weeks ago, maybe like last week, earlier this week, mm-hmm. and forgot how funny that movie was. Or just concept wise. Yeah. To do a movie about like the cops that aren't the badass cops and never will mm-hmm. be, you know, <laughs> and uh, like the accountant in the in the police precinct and then the cop who shot Jeter. I love that bit. <laughs> Wahlberg's mm-hmm. bit, like, just shot yeah. Jeter. Uh, so Maybe everyone in New York hates him forever. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, there was a lot of funny bits in that movie, but mm-hmm. yeah, I would love to see a, a movie in that style, but with Jonah Hill and. Uh, and Sarah would be good. Okay. And Clint That's Howard good. and Polly Shore would be <laughs> obviously obviously great. That's just too obvious. Yes. Um, for me, Arby, you mentioned Damon. The, the the most generic answer for me for anybody who who knows me is I would I was watching Nice Guys the other day, which is great, and I love that, and I love Crow in that movie. But all I could think of was like not necessarily that I want him in this movie, but the idea of Gosling and and Damon teaming up for a buddy cop movie that would really that would really do it for 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 BG. Um, I'd love that. My non Gosling answer, since I always answer Gosling on these sorts of things, I think I'd enjoy uh, Renaissance Shia LaBeouf that started this last year. 
mm-hmm. and breakout star of the year, Ana de Armas, uh, in a buddy. Nice. Comedy. I think that would be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, I was like, trying to think of a, they said color. actors. I was trying to think of a ladies sure. version of it, of actresses or, or mixed gender. Like if we could mm-hmm. do one across there's man. Um, Oh boy. How man. about Tessa Thompson and Chris Simsworth in a movie together as cops? <laughs> what if Liam Neeson right? was also involved yeah. uh, as like their boss or something? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That sounds great in concept. Okay, right? now they're investigating aliens on Earth. Mm. I, I mean, that's just, we cashed a lot of checks there, guys. This is an easy one. Um, all right. Let's ask, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exit the movie questions and uh, let's look at. Let's look at our random questions we get. We always like to answer these uh, as many as we can. I want to give the the non-VIP a sample of the kind of hard-hitting journalistic questions that we get here in the Mad About Movies AMAs. Um, this one comes from Tabby. She asks, what early 2000s song that you should hate do you secretly love? So I guess you we, could you early could find 2000s. that. Early 2000s. We did a teenage dirtbag rant before we started recording yeah. here. That's 90s though, isn't it? I think it's 2000. I think Two thousand. I think it's right on the dot. Two thousand because it was on that yeah. loser movie with Jason Biggs, which I think mm-hmm. came out in two thousand. Um, man, early yeah, 2000. July two thousand. Yeah, nice, nice. Still got it. Um, man, early two thousand song. To, yeah, man, you know, like, I got a couple. If you want, if you want, yeah, to you take, second. you go. I, so much of my. <laughs> Some of my only good music taste is from that era, so I don't have mm-hmm. much embarrassing from the like. Oh, I think one, we're a little oh, bit fun. older than everybody in the world. Yeah, like, exactly. Part of it, like for us, this might be a '90s thing. Of like, yeah, what, exactly. Like, oh, I got tons of the embarrassing '90s. I'm trying yeah, to get totally. early 2000s. Same here. Um, you mentioned Teenage Dirtbag. Pretty much any uh, like pop punk song. Yeah. from the late '90s, early. That's the era. It's like I don't know, maybe '97 to tw- 2003. I would guess is kind of the the pop punk era. I love, I still love all. That. I would not. I, I always say this. I would probably never say that those that most of those songs are good, but I still love. Like if it comes on, I'm definitely listening to it. Uh, I love all that stuff. Um, I kind of got out when it got into more like emo-y type things, yeah. but the pop punk stuff, I like I, some I 41 and. All that yeah, kind like, of music, sure. Newfound Glory too, and I mean, I love. I will always love Bowling for Soup. Bowling for Soup. I don't think there will ever be a band that I see that I have seen more uh, more live than than I have Bowling. The for Wiggles. Soup just yeah. Until <laughs> Wiggles, until the parole until violation. the lawsuit again. Yeah. My life. Um, so much bull. Uh, but <laughs> the, uh, yeah, all those songs I love. I love every Kelly Clarkson song. I don't. I don't uh, care. Yeah, like, that's kind of more toward. I guess that gear that that starts to lean a little bit towards like mid two thousands. But I think it kind of kind of applies. I love love that. Love some Kelly Clarkson. So uh, much. Yeah, I've got a ton. Of, you guys know I love my like pop diva music. Uh-huh, There's a lot yeah. of dancing videos of me to like Robin <laughs> and all that stuff sure. that are out that I'll send to you guys on a Friday night when I'm quarantined. So. That's kind of my embarrassing stuff. Sure. Any Robin song, which is like, I know like early 2010s, but she started that mm-hmm. one, she had that one hit in the late nineties. So I will yeah, average them totally. and say Robin. Okay. But Can't, not embarrassing any... to me at all. Cause she's a genius. Yeah, totally. No, I'm with I'll... you. I know. I, know I, I will say that I don't feel the guilty pleasure thing on music for me. It's like, if you like it, you like it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's great. And um, dancing on my it. own is a masterpiece. So yeah, totally. I love all that stuff. I'm big on, on the, uh, on the kind of girl pop stuff. I love all that stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. 
but can't. What other than you, the what, fact what that we hate on? women, according to right? IG. Obviously, I've been on this iTunes drain for a long time. I've said it vocally. I feel like consistently. From 2000 to 2005 is the worst five years of music it in is. recorded yeah. history. Yeah. It no is. Question. No that's question about it. And bad, bad Some music. of the yeah. worst. For sure. Not one album I don't think came out. I think like that American <laughs> Idiot album was like the only actual. Yeah. The Strokes, Is This It, and then Elephant yeah. on White Stripes. I mean, there's a few, but it's like none of those were like. No pop right. albums came out. Like, yeah. what was it? Uh, the Outcast album came out yeah. in like yeah. 2003, uh-huh. 2002. Which has a, people forget, has like. Seven really bad songs on it too, but, but it has it's got like, like forty-seven songs on it. Yeah, so you're it's like, totally. okay. No, I mean it has yeah. some masterpieces on it, mm-hmm. but like it's so funny now. That would be such a bloated album now. So I'm gonna go with, oh man, who let the dogs out? Love that one. <laughs> <laughs> so love, I love Angel by Shaggy. That's a good one. <laughs> like that's the I level that of song. like Hollaback Girl. Drop it like it's hot. Like these are the, the songs we're talking about here. Mm, yeah. um, no, I really like. This is 2006, but I love that Future Sex Love Sounds album by. Justin oh, Timberlake. one of my favorite great albums ever. Album. It is a great album. Yeah. It's a Prince album yeah. with Timberlake. Yeah, the biggest betrayal. I blame Hollywood for this and SNL for kind of teasing. Because look, pop stars. It's like being a running back. You only have a few years where you're relevant, where you can be good. It's a quick. It's a quick career. It's not like a, ro- a normal rock star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Timberlake really wasted his prime doing movies. And then by the time he came back seven years later with that 2020 album, that song has yeah. a cu- that couple good songs, yeah. but he was done kind of as like, and it sucks that he didn't have one or two more albums in that o- between 06 and 13. Cause mm-hmm. that guy was a great pop star in 06. And yeah. then yeah. stupid David Fincher. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The worst thing about that 2020 album is that there's there's some really hot I mean there's good songs on it. They're, they're very yeah. poppy. It feels good. None of them are sexy. There's not yeah. one sexy song on that whole and that's what Future Sex Love song. And it's like two lux. It's like gaudy. So like everything about it was trying to do this like luxury pop thing mm-hmm. with Jay-Z which was just seemed sure. tacky yeah. immediately. Like it wasn't even cool in the moment. Whereas Future yeah. Sex has a really cool both visual and audio aesthetic and like mm-hmm. has some weird interludes and is, it's very princey that album front to back is Timberland, slaps man, produced the crap I out know. of that thing yeah and, and then, oh that's the other thing is timberland was still cool and by yeah. 2013 mm-hmm. he's producing all those songs you're like oh this sounds like bad 2005 you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that just happens mm-hmm. that's not on anyone's vault but uh yeah but that that was like peak every everyone involved is peaking did you hear Man of the Woods, because that was worse yeah, than twenty. It was, it was worse for I, sure. I saw that music video, Man of the Woods, and I was like, "This, this has to be a joke. Like, there's yeah. no way he's. This is his new album. There's uh, totally worse. I mean, I was that expecting movie- him like a, like a new, another album to drop like a week later. He's like, "Psych, that wasn't a real album. Here it is, <laughs> and it's just got Drake but, and like it's just full of hits, you know." And it's like, "Nope, that that was <laughs> Man of the Woods. Man of the Woods, a hundred times worse than Twenty Twenty Experience. Yeah. But Twenty Twenty Experience is more disappointing. Not so much for the mm-hmm. album it is, but just the albums we missed. Like there should have mm-hmm. been another one in 08, another one in Twenty Ten. I don't know. Mirror is a good song. Uh, it is. There's those suit and tie. Suit and ties, though. Suit and ties. No, like they're they're. But it's. I'll be on my suit and tie. <laughs> no, it's just that. It's just, just what it represents. Hot. They're not. Sad. Yeah, it seems like an a decent album by a pop star past their prime, and it sucks because mm-hmm. that prime was one album. He had like yeah. Timberlake had the Justified album, which is like almost awesome. I mean, it's got a it's got a few good songs on it, but like it's a pop star approaching their prime. 
and then we got one prime album and then 2020 is a pop star leaving their prime and then man of the woods sucks and it just sucks mm-hmm. that we don't have the three prime albums yeah sure. i feel like we're i have a lot of thoughts on this yeah we need to do a whole album, a whole uh, episode on it drives on me nuts. Albums, I, I blame Lauren, Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels and David Venture ruined <laughs> Timberlake. I like it. I like it. All right, I'm gonna ask one more. This is a Jacob question, and if you're if you're not a VIP, you may not be familiar. We have a we have a listener named Jacob who always every single time we do this, he always asks five or six really random, weird, sometimes very thoughtful, interesting questions. And so I got another one that's going to come up uh, when we get into the VIP section, but we'll close out this main feed section here with one, with a, with a kind of a light Jacob one. And he asks, uh, we're going to bed socks or bare feet, mm, bare feet, always, socks always bare, bare feet. Yeah. Same. Same. Psychopath wear socks. <laughs> Can't. What about you? I'll go, I'll go bare <laughs> that feet. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I'm all I'm a sandals guy, so to bed, <laughs> to bed. Oh, to bed. No, uh, I thought you just meant around the house. Sorry, no. I was I was gotcha. uh, listening to something in the background there. Um, I yeah, to bed. I'll, I'm always bare feet. Never okay, socks. Okay. I can never sleep in socks. Me either. Even if it's I can't be below zero. I can't wear like sleep pants yeah. in bed. Like yeah, I can't here. be like same. hot yeah. in the slightest. I have to be yeah. borderline shivering when I'm falling asleep. I can yeah. go like pajama pants, but I can't wear any kind of like shirt. So my, yeah. I guess I, but my feet have to be bare, but Same. if it's cold, I'll throw pajama, pajama pants on. If it's like sub 30, normally it's shorts, shirtless. What's up ladies. And no socks. We party. And an old school, just the shorts. And I do handle that. I go cross style. I still, yeah, I still go shorts. I can't, and I go cross style Darius miles headbands. And it doesn't matter how. <laughs> Got to keep the flowing locks back. And a Brian Gill finger band, like AI. Yeah, that's perfect, sweet. It doesn't matter how <laughs> um, I might sweat. hot it is. I have to be sleeping covered, like in covers too. Like I, I can't Same. just lay on the bed and fall asleep. Like I have to yeah. be like. You guys do top sheet. You got top sheet on your bed? No, but here's same. Maybe. I, yeah, no, I only got sheet. I only got one sheet. Yeah. Sheet. I got the sheet to cover the mattress, and then I got blankets yeah. on top of that. Oh no, but I'm top sheet. Oh, can't, no, I can't, no, can't do and it. And then I'll go in the winter. We go sheet, medium size blanket, and then comforter. Oh, wow, man, That's, yeah, I can't do that. I, know, I guess rich. I'm, I'm a hot sleeper. I know. I, think. I can't handle it. You know what's great, and you guys may even need to enact this into your marriage. It's the separate blankets. <laughs> you guys have one yeah. comforter for both of you? Oh yeah, because we're crazy. Both of us are crazy bed makers, so that can't. No, well, we when we make the bed, we have one. But when we go to sleep, we so pull one out. On top. Yeah, we got yeah. we got one underneath, and I just pull that out. And so I never have to fight for the blankets at night. Yeah, that's nice. We so don't that's have my nemesis when I sleep. My wife is a good sleeper. My dog is tends to be mm. horizontal when she should be vertical. Um, but in fact, I, I, we got a new bed this weekend. Are you guys, do you like a little, cause we just changed the whole ball game with this. Do you guys like a high bed or a low bed? I have a low bed right now. Very preference. low. I don't care. I'm kind of in We've the been high bed the last few years and we just transitioned mm-hmm. to a very low bed. It's very, I don't know why change. It feels more comfortable being down closer to the ground. It feels like you're at a hotel. Can't explain okay. it. Went no box spring because this bed kind of had that built in. Mm-hmm. We've normally mm-hmm. been bed, then mm-hmm. box spring, then bed. So Same. you're like way up. Now yeah. I'm just I'm right there on it. I love it. We got uh, interesting. I guess it's um, tuft and needle bed, 
the one of those they ship them to you, you know? Yeah. Mm. And when we bought it, we're like, all right, we're F it. Because we went to a, uh, a hotel once and they had a big bed and we were like, this is awesome. We need to get this. Mm. And so we bought like a California King. Like we just went all in with yeah. that and we all got in. separate yep. beds and we we're like, we take our sleeping pretty serious around here, man. We don't. Are you, so you're <laughs> California sleep. King. What are you, Brian? Yeah. We just have a queen. I don't know. Yeah, we've we're never, queen we too. haven't upgraded ours since we got married, I don't think. And so Dude, uh, you can, I think when we move, hopefully it's somewhere at the end of the year, I think we'll probably upgrade. My, to, we to have a really bed. awkward I love our house, but our master is really weirdly shaped. I don't, you guys have been over before. I don't remember. It's like really wide, but also very thin. And then where the closets and stuff are, you have to kind of where you put the bed. bed. There's not a whole lot of room on the foot okay. of the bed. And so we have plenty of room on the sides for a king, but I don't know if we have enough depth room without being like, you know what I gotcha. mean? Yeah, and yeah, so sure. we both really want one, but I don't know if it would. I don't know it, if it takes would work. up our entire bedroom. Like, it's kind of but you at least have a traditionally shaped room, so you guys have it in the corner. It works. Mm-hmm. Whereas we, it literally, I don't think you could like get to the closet if we go. <laughs> yeah, here one <laughs> more somersaulting over the bed, which I'm fine with. One more point about bed making, and before we say goodbye to the main feed and hit the VIPs yeah. up with the rest of these questions, but big, I don't know if you guys are into this. It's it's a love it or hate it kind of a thing. Are you into the weighted blanket at all? I haven't done it. I'm interested in it. I'm more interested on it for travel. Mm. Cause I've heard it's I'm heavy li- to travel with. Yeah, it is, but I've heard it's good. I have a little I, the last three or four years and I fly a lot. I have a little bit of flight anxiety. I don't know why it just kind of mm. happened upon me when I turned 30 and I'm fine. I don't like freak out or anything, but I like I'm uncomfortable the whole flight and just kind of like ready to ready to land and can never really relax. And I, I've heard people that do the weighted blanket or a small one, like a version mm-hmm. of it, it's good for it. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I love it. I I uh, apparently toss and not toss and turn, but I like move in my sleep to the point mm. where like my legs will be like, like, uh, I don't know, fold, not folded up, but like my, my knees will like move in the night and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. And I was still sleeping really well. I wasn't waking up. My wife is like, you should try this weighted blanket thing. Like, I think it would help with like your restless sleep because like I kind of restless leg syndrome kind of thing. You know, I'm always kind of jittery. I've mentioned that on the show before. The wife hates that. <laughs> but um, man, I got this weighted blanket. Total game changer. It feels like the lead vest that you wear at the dentist when you get x-rays. You know, when they put that over <laughs> you and you're like, oh, sure. I'm so like secure and i think it goes back to like your you know like when you're a fetus and you're like in the womb and you're like comfort comfortable you know it's like it that's how i sleep like in a fetal position like wrapped up like you know i'm not i don't spread out in the entire bed i'm big spoon normally when cat and i hang out yeah you are (laughs) and you know i have to be the little spoon because i'm like in a little ball you know (laughs) and yeah man so for me that weighted blanket it made it so nice to sleep and it's it's not too heavy though. It's where it's like mm. suffocating you, you know, it's just a little bit of like, feels like you're secure in the bed. Cause I hate like you, Richard, I hate going to a hotel and them not having a good blanket situation. The worst. On the bed. Like where the, and the, the comforter is the like hotel. super thin, you know, it's like, all, it's like a borderline sheet, like covering mm-hmm. the bed. It's like, dude, I need, Scratchy. I need something yeah. like significant and, there. You know? Totally. And it's the fancier the hotel. Sometimes the worse that situation is we were, uh-huh. I was at a wedding once in at a W in Houston 
the Wetridges, who are the worst. We should just shout them out, the worst couple. <laughs> and this would be what would happen at their wedding. And God, I hate them. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, but I hope their upcoming childbirth goes well, whatever. Um, but anyway, no, they uh, we were at this lovely hotel, and then it had like literally a sheet. And then it was one of those hotel rooms that, because it was summer in Texas, like the air conditioner was just cranked at like 51 degrees and you couldn't heat it up. And that's a weird thing here in Texas where in the summer everyone decides it's hot outside. Every inside should be 31. But, well, I don't know how to <laughs> dress for this. Balance on this. Yeah. <laughs> because I can't really bundle up because it's the sun outside, but maybe, <laughs> maybe 73 is cool for inside. Let's just all save a little money. But yeah, so that's. And the fancier the hotel, they like try to go really sleek with the bed. And then it's just not – the bed's comfy, but you can't get snuggled. And then you stay – I stay at this Motel 6 every year when I go to New Mexico on the way way out in West Texas. It's like the only hotel like halfway between uh, our house and the in-laws' cabin. And it's like so comfy. They got a big heavy bed on there. I'm like, Motel 6, getting it done. <laughs> getting it done. Yeah, man. $41, nice heavy bed blanket. Heck yeah. This is the best. Yeah, yeah. man. Only three people have been murdered on this blanket. I love it. It's <laughs> good. The light on three. for you, though. It's good. So that's good. good. They do. Leave, leave, leave <laughs> yeah. the light on. Let you see. Leave the light on for you, so you can see the blood stains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're not trying to hide anything. <laughs> You're gonna want the lights, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> By the way, that's Jeff. He'll be watching you through your window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you sleep with one eye open, right? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> this hotel's great because it's in Snyder, Texas, <laughs> and there's only one little window in each room, and that's where the window unit AC is, obviously. Right. <laughs> and so it's just pitch black at like seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. awesome. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, listen, if you're a uh, if you're a VIP, we'll be right back in just like a half a second. If you're not a VIP, consider being a VIP. Go to madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. You'll get the rest of this episode. You'll get all the throwback episodes that we are currently in. We just did our Castaway episode. We have an Apollo 13 episode coming up here soon. Uh, Dick Tracy episode. A whole bunch of other fun stuff. Tons and tons and tons of bonus content, including access to a VIP exclusive Discord server that is... Rolling Lit. about 24 hours a day. Things are happening in there. Oh, yeah. Lots of fun stuff's going on with that. So Hundreds check that of out. VIPs and, uh, in there just like you, yeah. potentially. All our old AMAs exactly. are on there, too. And and That's if you right. can tell, these are pretty much evergreen. So there's about an, over a year worth of right. AMAs. time when you don't want to hear us talk about Motel 6. Right. You know? That's, it will never, it'll never change. It'll never change. So uh, hit that VIP feed if you want to join us there. Uh, full time. We'd love to have you be a part of our team. All right. Now we're going to move into the VIP site portion of our uh, episode tonight. 